Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Uh, now, some NRL news. Interesting. Uh, Latrell Mitchell is not allowed to play the All-Stars exhibition match if it doesn't count. Um, oh, sorry. Why is Latrell Mitchell not allowed to play All-Stars exhibition match if it doesn't count towards his suspension? Surely either let him play or let it count towards the suspension. This was really interesting. So this was actually the NRL roast that come up with this. Did you, did you speak about this as well? No, no, but I saw him post this. And so, this is what I'm talking about with the NRL, like... How on earth are we in limbo over this? Yeah, it's, it's I don't, I don't, I'm surprised. Like, I don't get it. it makes just, no sense. Have they, is there an explanation for it? I, I haven't heard one. I haven't. Because, so, so just for fans, so Latrell Mitchell is not allowed to play in the All-Stars match, but it doesn't count towards his suspension. Now I know there's going to be a section of people that are just off Latrell and they yeah. didn't like what he did and they want to see him punished. Absolutely. But we want to see people punished fairly, like... If he's going to miss six games, it should be six games. Um, and you can't tell me that this game isn't important to Latrell. Well, and I think this would be the NRL's argument that if we allow him to play this, other guys will use trials as their suspension. But apply common sense. Yeah. This game is massive. Well, well, I think that I would be okay with you don't allow him to play this, but it counts. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, do you know what I mean? This is worth, four, this is worth six games to Latrell. Personally, absolutely. But, yeah, from a law perspective of, like, trying to be fair to everyone, I, I would be okay if the NRL said, look, you're not playing, but it counts towards your suspension. Um, you know, you, Now, you could make the argument, like, allow him to play because it, it, it means so much to him, but I just think the fairest thing would be he's not allowed to play, but mm. that counts towards Yeah, his not thing. counting towards the suspension. That's what I'm not understanding. Yep. Not counting towards the suspension, but he also gets punished for it. That's getting punished twice. Um very, very interesting. So it's a great pickup from the NRO. So I, I just very surprising. And Hopefully, you know, like it two weeks after that, he's meant to play a charity shield. Yeah, like I, I think I think this game is well and truly above a charity shield, and it should count as games. If Absolutely. you want to tell me the charity shield is a glorified trial, that's fine. Yeah, I'm happy to let that go through to the keeper. But this game, 
It's important. Yeah, we, we know it's important. Yeah, like, you know, to him. It especially means, for him. Yeah, for him. Like, it means... And the role that he is playing in our game and has yeah. played and will continue to play for the next 10 years. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I just think that if, if... Fair enough, he doesn't play, but it's got to count. It's oh, got to sure. count. It's got to count. Remember it's, a year ago when the NRL came out with their new ad? Who was the guy they got to stand at Port yeah. Botany with the yeah, original flag around him? Like, I just... It's... It's surprising. Hopefully, hopefully it counts towards it. Um, you know, I can understand people if, if people like they're going to allow him to play, but then he misses the games after it. Why people might be upset with that because that is like no, he he made an error. Mm. Joey Manu missed the group finals. I'm sure that Joey Manu, it means just as much for him to play finals footy. Do you know what I mean? Um, and it's not like South gain anything. If anything, South risk losing something. Him getting injured in this game. Mm, yeah. Yep. So I, I just think that, yeah, I, I'd be okay with he doesn't play, but it should count. Yep. It should count. Absolutely should count. Um, now, still the Roosters. Uh, sorry, still the Rabbitohs. Cameron Murray named captain. Now, this is a really interesting one for me because everyone knows I love Cam Murray and everyone knows that I think that he's a future captain um, definitely of Rabbitohs. Like, that's a given. But potentially New South Wales and... Australia. The only reason why he wouldn't be a captain of New South Wales and Australia is because of timing and, you know, other players already being captain or whatever. But interesting because just lost Wayne Bennett, just lost Reynolds. It's a huge year for the club. Cam Murray is 23 or 24 years old. First of all, I'll get your thoughts. Do you like the decision? And then I'll ask the question with my... I do like it, but I know what you're going to ask me and you've had me thinking for yeah. the last hour and a half. So um, I do like it. I love that Cam Murray's a local junior. I, I don't have to sell the narrative to you guys. You guys know it, but I understand where... Ask me the question. <laughs> yeah. so, so the question I have is, with the pressure on the Rabbitohs right now, and not only the pressure, because I've always got pressure, but with the potential for it to not go well. Like, there is a reality where they truly miss Reynolds and they truly miss Wayne Bennett and they, they struggle at the start of the season, is it good for his development as a captain at such a young age to take over so early? Now, some people will say um, if he's a leader, he's a leader, and he'll just learn from it, and it'll be better. But my argument would be, and I don't know, I don't know what the right answer is. I don't know whether you give it to him now or whatever. My argument would be, why not give it to a Cook or a Walker just for a year? You make Cam Murray vice-captain and ease him into it rather than putting him as captain of the club with so much ter- not turmoil because it's not you know what I mean it's not turmoil they're not in it, turmoil it's changes it's changes transition time what do yeah. you think yeah look I personally would have gone for Cam Murray but I understand the argument you're putting forward mm. Cody Walker wouldn't have been the guy I would have gone for because I just think I, I think Matty said it before we'll go to him in a minute but um, I just think that there's just going to be too much on his plate yeah in saying that, I don't know Cody Walker from a bar of soap if they believe that he's the sort of guy that could take that role and it would take his game to a new level. Yeah. Um, I, I'd be okay with it. I'd be okay with them giving it to Cook or Walker because I know Murray's going to be the skipper in two years' time. See, that's what I'm thinking. It's like he's yeah, going to be captain. Yeah, and I think it's a fair argument. You know, um, he's going to be captain, yeah. no, no doubt. We know Cam Murray's going to be captain. Um, again, and to be really clear, it's not to say that I don't think I would have made this decision with Cam Murray. All I'm saying is, is that... It is, there's a lot of change happening at the club and it's a lot of extra pressure on a young guy that if he's going to be captain anyway, why not wait 12 months? Mm. Um, Especially when you got two guys there. Like I, like I remember when Adam Reynolds was made captain, it was a coin toss between him and Cook. Yeah. That was three years ago. Yeah. I do feel sorry for Cookie. Um, 
but I also understand the Murray move. I, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. Yeah, we'll see. We'll with see. Yeah. Where, where, where do you sit on it? I'll preface this by saying I'm a little biased because obviously I grew up with Cam little. and seeing, seeing <laughs> or biased towards Cam. Bias because, you know, seeing someone that I, like, I went to school with, like went to school at Randwick, yeah. be captain of South, like it, it, when I read the news, I like got goosebumps. I was so happy for him. Mm. But if I take that bias aside, I worked for New South, New South Wales Rugby League where Cam Murray was the New South Wales under-18s captain. He was the New South Wales under-20s captain. Freddie put him there and he just... He, he doesn't really lead with his words, but he leads with his actions, a bit like Boyd Cordner. Mm. So, so I reckon you, he can't go wrong with Cam there. Can't go, oh, you definitely can't go wrong. Mm. So oh, I didn't know he was under 18s, under 20s captains. Yeah, that that does, you know, if he's already got experience in it, mm. um, then, yeah, then boom. Like, look, he's going to get through it. He is captain material. And if there's one bloke that's going to work hard to get through any tough times, if, if Rabbitohs have it. Um, but it was just well, – I just wanted to bring it up because it is an interesting – because yeah. we could be sitting here in six months' time and you could be watching Cam Murray play and look like he's got the world on his shoulders because they're, you know, they've gone two from eight or something. Um, you know, whereas you know, a Cody Walker or whatever, I feel like because he's a bit older, he's, he's seen a bit more, he, would, he wouldn't... He may or may not. Um, but again, it was just, it's more just I'm bringing up as devil's advocate, to be really clear. Uh, the, yeah, and, and being devil's advocate, I mean... Just because he's got the C next to his name, I don't think that makes Cook any less of a leader in this yeah, team. Yeah, for sure, for or sure. Walker. So, yeah, I, I don't think it'll be a massive issue, but I yeah. understand where you're yeah. coming from. Um, I, I, if, if I was to make the decision, um, I would be happy with Cam Murray. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Yeah, I think that although there is a chance that he may have to deal with a lot of pressure, I still think that he'll he'll handle that pressure really well. Um, and he's going to be captain anyway. And to be fair, if, if that name was Damien Cook or Cody Walker, I'd be saying the same thing. Mm. I'd be happy with Murray or Cook, but I'm happy with Walker. The only thing I'd be saying with Walker, with, with Cook or Walker would be how long do they hold it until Murray gets it? Mm. Um, because I feel like, you know, just due to age or whatever, but Cam Murray is the long term for yeah. me. That's the only different thing I'd be saying yeah. is like it's more of a, a – um, developing Cam Murray to be the captain we want over him. Oh, I'm kind of happy they've gone for a. Ca- I don't like the leadership group yeah. approach. I like that they've just gone. He's Cam the Murray. future. Yeah, it's so good. He's, people, anyone that's ever met him or listened to the podcast or whatever, this guy is truly a, 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 just a fantastic bloke. A fantastic bloke. You couldn't ask any more from a rugby yeah. league player. Like often we get, you know, bad headlines about players stuffing up, drinking, all that kind of stuff. Cam Murray is such a uh, classy citizen and such a classy representation of our game. Speaks really well. Very respectful. Humble. Um, I, ca- I can't say enough good words about Cam Murray. So massive congratulations to Cam. Um, I think he'll handle it really well. Uh, more just bringing up that topic as devil's advocate. Yeah. Um, it is a possibility, um, but I think he'll handle it fine. Now, Roosters officially signed the great Sir Cheese. What, I, I didn't put it in here, but what I wanted to ask you is, is it becoming a concern that the salary cap isn't working as intended because not, – not because I'm, I think that, you know, um, roosters are, are cheating or whatever. I I'm I'm, don't think that at all. They've had a lot of people move on and they, they – um, you know, the culture of their club is what draws people. Yep. But the concern for me – not concern. What could be a concern is they got Suwali, Walker, Cheese – are the powerful clubs becoming so powerful that are able to – it's almost like the salary cap is not irrelevant, but they're just becoming too strong culturally. You know what I mean? 
Is that a concern with the Roosters? But they just do not miss. They don't miss. This is their this is their recruitment. Did you get a list of their recruitment? Since uh, no, can. they've gone Tedesco. So in 2013, they went um, was it Maloney? Yeah, Maloney, Jennings, Sunny, Sunny Bill. Bill. Then they went Tedesco, Cronk. Yep. Um, Ferguson was Ferguson. Yeah, lead? Ferga. Yeah, he came here. Yeah. And now they've gone Suwali Walker into Cheese. And they also got Kiri. And they got Kiri from uh, yeah from um, Rabbitohs. Like and is Crichton. It, is it becoming? I guess yeah. And, and Angus Crichton. Is it becoming a concern that these these big dog clubs can just or not really? It's just yeah, the way it is. I, I think it's a concern. But how do you stop the yeah. best coaches being the best coaches? Yeah, no, true. You know, like I, it's I, just a question. It's more just a question. Yeah, I no, 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 no. I, I understand where you're coming from. It's just, I think it's just always going to be a reality of mm. our game. And you know, uh, there's going to come a time where Trent Robinson isn't going to be coaching the Roosters, and they might not be this premier. Yep. So it's, it seems almost impossible to think of at the moment. Yep. But they have gone through periods where they have been that club. Yep. Um, you, know, you look the, at Broncos They used to be able to recruit right. Anyone they wanted Literally Look at the Roosters In the early 2000s Anyone they wanted Then you yep. couldn't touch them With a 10 foot pole mm. Until you know, they, they appeared in that One grand final in 2010 Outside of that It was a shit fight mm. Until 2013 Yeah, yeah. Uh, When Trent Robinson arrived Yeah Funnily enough So you just think That it's more This is the nature of the beast I, I, I personally think It's harder I, I feel sorry for the clubs at the bottom because, good God, it is hard to get off the bottom. Yeah. Like I, I think what Canterbury's done this year has been unbelievable. Yeah. Considering they've won nine games of football in two Fuck. years, to sign anyone is impressive. To sign yeah. the guys they have yeah. is incredible. Um, and that doesn't mean that they are going to drag themselves off the bottom, it looks yeah. likely. But just but to do it, though. Like, look look it. how much Tigers have struggled to sign people. They've been finishing in ninth and 11th and 10th, whereas Doggies, obviously... And whilst Tim Sheen isn't a coach, that guy walks into the building and all of a sudden they're recruiting guys. Yeah, absolutely. You've got to have the right guys in your system. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look at Benny Eichen. He goes there and, and you know, I know I know the boys signed before that, but you could just tell that yeah. it, it feels like it's, it's becoming one of the most important roles in rugby league is this, like, culture, like this kind of, like... Uh, football director or culture. You look no, at Mel Meninga at the Titans. exactly why, you know, we're, we're all sitting here going, oh, the Dolphins haven't signed many people. The first guy they signed was Peter O'Sullivan. Yeah. It's the yeah. first guy they went after. Yeah, and he's one of the best recruiters in the game. Um, yeah, so interesting times, interesting I mean, cheese at the Roosters. Can you imagine? <laughs> it's going to be fucked. It's a team be. with the cheese and Victor Radley in it. Luke Keary came out and said, we'll either win the premiership or we'll come last with Victor Radley and yeah. Cheese in it. That's how crazy these guys are. Obviously, he said in a joking manner, guys. Um, but do, do you see anyone beating a fully, foot, fully fit Roosters side 2023? I think Penrith will still be up there. Oh, I think, like, I, I cannot wait to see. Suwali comes into his own. Yeah. Sam Walker, holy fuck. Yeah, no, you don't have to sell them to me. Um, yeah, I just... Yeah, I, I think that we always look at teams on paper in the future and just think no one's going to get near them. Yeah, teams always find a way to compete. Yeah. Like, I can't wait to watch that three way oh. between Penrith Roosters and Melbourne when all that happens. Could you imagine a Roosters side with a, a Sawali hitting his stride, a Sam Walker hitting his stride, Teddy out the back, Angus Crichton on the edges, Luke Keary? I mean, it is just going to be a sight to if behold. If you said to me in three years' time, Billy Smith's a top five centre, I also wouldn't be shocked. He's a gun. He's criminally underrated. I, t- I tell you what, he is. He could be one of the better centers in the comp. He could be top five if he, if he hits if he hits his potential. This guy is good. He just struggled with the injuries yeah. and that. Um, 
And I mean, look at their depth. Kevin Nangama. Oh, yeah. The Roosters. Fair recruit, but they just do not miss. I, I think Egan Butcher will be a top shelf yeah. forward by then as well. Yeah. It's um, Well, Nat Butcher is great Nat as Butcher's well. a gun He's too. a gun. Yeah. He gets through so much tough work. Lindsay Collins, relatively young. I think he's 24, 25. Uh, and yeah. that's if they don't sign anyone else. Yeah. That's if no other star says, I'll take unders to win a comp. Yeah. Um, so, look, great signing. Congratulations to Cheese. Uh, you know, I, ju- I just think that, um, yeah, we, I mean, we spoke about it before. Yes, it sucked that, that that kind of interview. The thing with that interview was like there was such good stuff in it. There was such good that everyone just ignored. Yeah, there was so much good stuff. Said a million positive things about Melbourne. Yeah, so much good stuff. It was just the one or two things you cut the fat on that interview. It's one of the great interviews. Um, so I'm I'm, disapp- I'm, disapp- I'm disappointed for Cheese that it shadows this great signing, this this great moment in rugby league of one of our biggest characters signing for one of the biggest clubs. It kind of like takes away from how great this is for the game. He's in Sydney playing for a premier club. Like he is yeah. just going to go to another level um, when it comes to a superstar of the game. So, and, and look, that, that was Cheese's fault. He was the one that did the interview, whatever. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, it's, I, I it's, also think there's a couple of things he said there. Like I heard people getting upset about the winning a premiership in another jersey. Mm. I mean, Mate, when you sat down with the Warriors, did you think about the success you could have in the future there? Yeah, I think it's, it's more... It's different to say it than to think exactly. it. I get it, but... It's just the professional nature of it. Yeah. When you, you still haven't told the Storm that you're not signing mm. yet. Um, I know what you're saying, though. Like, you, you could you could argue that's what every, every player sits there and thinks that. If you're that, not going into an yeah. interview with another club thinking that, For what sure. are you doing there? Get out. Yeah. It's just the professional nature yeah, of it. Yeah, and showing yeah. the the right amount of adherence to people that, you know, you respect and love. Um, but I also think that quote hits a little bit softer when you watch the whole interview and you hear the 15 positive things he says yeah, about for sure, Melbourne for as sure. well. Oh, I um, mean, it was, a mount, it was a mountain out of molehill. Like, it, yeah. was, it was a, a silly, a silly Still interview. Still lessons to be learned yeah, from absolutely. him, though, 100%. Silly yeah. interview. Like, not a, sorry, right, it's the wrong thing. It was a great interview with a couple of lines that just could have waited a few weeks. Um, that, you know, we all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. I, I'm sure as Storm, Storm fans, they're, they're quite upset. Um, but I think eventually, once they see him play and show how much it really does mean to the, him as a player, um, you know, we all make mistakes, man. We all make mistakes. We all grow from So Cheese will bounce back bigger than ever. Uh, now, Eels re-signed Junior Paulo. And it looks like... Now, look, there's been no confirmation that they have this kind of uh, recruitment um, plan that they follow. So, look, apologies if it's incorrect. But it seemed like they don't really extend or sign for longer than two years. Again, it, that's just looking at what the signings have been. I could be totally wrong. Did you get that same feeling as yeah, well? Yeah, and I, it doesn't really make sense to me at the yeah. same time. So, I'm so a it might bit, not be true. It yeah, might not be true. That's, yeah. But it just, there was this sense that they weren't really going beyond the two years. Um, you know, you look at, you look at Reed Marnie, they, they really pushed the, the, the reports were that it was that last year that mm-hmm. they kind of didn't want to give or, or whatever. Again, that's just reports. We, got, we don't know. But what is interesting is that Paulo's re-signed until 2026. Yeah. Great re-signing, in my opinion. Huge re-signing, yeah. Um, he's, he obviously is getting older, Junior Paulo, but the role that he's able to play in that side, a little bit of X factor that he brings with his you know, subtle ball playing. Yeah. Um, I think there's better front rowers, but I don't think there's many better than Junior Paulo. And yeah. I think the, the, the skill set he brings, not many other guys are able to Yeah, I, I think like he's probably the best ball-playing front rower. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a fair shout. Yeah, um, I think it's really good that they've signed uh, Regan Campbell-Gillard, 2025, Junior Paulo, 26. They've given themselves a staggered exit point if they want yep. that. Um, great, great get by the Eels. Really, really good. 
really good. Um, doesn't seem like they broke the bank. I think it was more just they, they. It seems like it's the years things. Like even with the Gutho argument, uh, not argument, but the Gutho resigning. When there was issues there, that was all about the time. It wasn't mm. the price. Yeah. So and I understand why the years are doing it. If they are doing it, you, you, you got to be smart. Like signing blokes like five year deals. Like the um, the Roosters don't do that. The Storm don't really do that. No. Like it's just it never seems beneficial unless you, you're the Cowboys and you essentially got a premiership off it um, by being able to keep Tom Lolo at the club and you got a grand final. There are exceptions, though. Yeah, exactly. Exceptions don't make the rules. Yeah. Um, so I, I totally respect and understand why the Eels won't want to, don't want to give out these five, six-year deals. It, it is just a, a dangerous way to go when there are teams like the Roosters and the Melbourne Storm and these sides around that guys will come for less money. But I, you know, the Eels have got to stand alone on their own and yep. back themselves in. Absolutely. And they, and they got him. They got yeah, exactly. And they might not be a premier club. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. They're, they're one tier down. Yeah. They're not far off it. They're like. just one signing, I yep. reckon. One big get. Could you imagine if, you know, they got the cheese or something like that? Or, I mean, they already had Reed, but... I don't know, some, some you know, incredible... It, it is funny, and I've fallen victim to it 100%, but, like, I feel like we, and myself as well, you know, we go in on the Eels when there's 13 worst teams, yeah. worst structured yep. systems. And they took the, the Penrith Panthers to the death. Yep. Like, to, one play goes their way. One play. The trainer, you know, doesn't call... To, like, again, I'm not saying that they would have won. I don't want to discount or discredit Penrith's incredible grand final win. I'm just saying that... They were this close to being. They didn't deserve to lose. It was a close, close yeah. game. Uh, great re-signing from Eels. They've had a, a very up and down off-season. I could totally understand the Papa Lee one. They just couldn't afford him. He had this incredible year. There's no way they would have planned for him to have the year that he had. There's no way. So I can understand why they didn't have the cap space. Sucks they lost him. The Reed Marnie one is probably the big loss that I was really surprised. What, what did you think about the Reed Marnie one? Yeah, I, I think it is a big loss. I, I'll be honest with you, and Egg will have my face. 18 months ago, I didn't. I thought Reed would be solid. Mm. I didn't think he'd be this good. Mm. I thought he'd be a very sort of meat and potatoes hooker, but he is—he's a proper nine. Like yeah. he's a top shelf guy. For them to lose him is a massive loss. It's um, surprising. It didn't. He seemed. Do you know what I mean? It didn't seem like he was in this like superstar mentality, yep. shopping himself around. That's, that's what's so surprising about it. It seemed like he wanted to stay. Again, I, I don't know. I, it, it, what do, you, what do you think that when the rubber hit the road, what do you think the issue was? Well, mate, I've had a lot of people tell me, and whether it's stupid or not in the modern game, I don't know, that he grew up a Canterbury Bulldogs fan when he was a kid and that he's he's always been passionate about the Canterbury. Like, once again, I don't know if you read into that stuff, yeah. but I almost think that it must have played a role. Yeah. It's strange for him to leave. It is strange for him to leave a club like Parramatta who are... They were reportedly low-balling him. Um, as in, you know, offering less than his market value. Do you think that that maybe put him offside a bit? Yeah, that's I know, it's the, a game. Gotta, I guess it's, it's really hard when you're a player, though. Yeah, and it's, it's your easy livelihood. for me sitting yeah. here to say that, 100%. Um, 
And so, but yeah, I mean, I think, don't get me wrong, I think that, what are your thoughts on Hodgson to the Eels? Very 50-50, I think. Could be fantastic, could be terrible. Could be a shit fight, yeah. yeah. But it could be fantastic. I mean, it was only three years ago I had Hodgson playing as good footy as Cameron Smith. I think that injury in 2020 or 2019, mm. I'm not sure if he's come back the same guy since then. That's my worry. But I also think the Parramatta's got enough talent in their side that they don't need an unbelievable hooker. Mm. They, they can get by with a solid hooker like Josh Hodgson. I think he'll do a good job. But, yeah, I... Would I rather read Marnie? A hundred percent. And that's with yeah, all due respect yeah. to Josh you know, Hodgson. Peak Josh Hodgson, you know, it's a it's a toss up between the two. What's really interesting uh is how you say, you know, I had him um, you know, playing as good as Cameron Smith. And like just to imagine Cameron Smith did that for twenty years. For twenty fucking years. He he didn't he didn't have a couple good years. No. He did that year on, year out, all the way to the last year where he won Dallium Hooker of the Year and won a premiership. He played finals every year. He played Origin every year. He never had a hooker on the bench. Fuck. I ju- yeah, 80 minutes every week. The further I get away from his career, the more I'm just like... Arguably, he got better as he got older. Yeah. Like, tell me, tell me where you can find a season that was just so clearly better than his last season. Not, it might have been better, but so clearly. Like, the, his last season was fantastic. Mate, his last game, Melbourne do not win that premiership. No, if he's not playing that. No, night. Penrith are back to back premiers right yeah. now. If Cameron Smith doesn't play, absolutely. That it's uh, the further I get away from his career, the further I'm just like. It, it goes from if Cameron Smith doesn't play in the 2020 grand final, Penrith are back to back premiers. Yeah. If he plays on in 2021 with Melbourne, I think Melbourne probably win that game against Penrith in the. And that's no disrespect. That's to no disrespect to Penrith in any way, shape, or form. It's just more how incredible Smith just is. Just how incredible Smith is. Mm. Has he got the best running game ever? No. Got the greatest kicking game ever? No. It's has he crazy. got? Is he just the smartest guy on the field? Absolutely, absolutely. And also, yeah, next year um, I'll have a three-hour show every Thursday with me and Smitty. Three hours of footy chat. We'll Huge. have interviews with the biggest guest. We'll be doing, you know, deep dives into tactical plays. It is going to be sick every Thursday. Three-hour show with Cameron Smith. I can't believe that shit. I can't believe it. It's so fucking sick. So stoked. Um, I'm mildly jealous. <laughs> um, now. Uh, is there anything else that has happened over the last few weeks? I'm trying to think. Um, not really. I was obviously, Corey Norman retires. Uh, massive congratulations on a 220 game, uh, 222 games, I think, 222 or 228. Uh, you know, yeah, struggled a little bit down in the Dragons, but played some really good footy. Played Origin. Just another reminder, everyone at home, playing one game of first grade is incredibly tough. impressive. Yeah. Playing 100 is unbelievable. Yeah. 200. Yeah, it's yeah. you don't get lucky and play 200 games no. first. Grade. Congratulations to brother Normie. Uh, enjoy retirement. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 